There she is. There she is. What's up there, big boy? How's oh, it? you know, living the dream. Yeah, what is the dream? What? What I, is? I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I was, honestly don't even know. I don't know what it is. I was, I was hoping to hear what it was so I could like either be jealous. Internet, big international TikTok celebrity. Oh you lord, know. here we go. Uh, I did see you were you on. Know. You were there talking to your fans for an hour. Food, food blogger. You know what else? You're not a you're not a food blogger. How are you a food blogger? Blogger, food, food vlogger, vlogger. You're not a vlogger. vlogger. You're a TikTok a guy. Vlogger. You don't that's make a vlog. No, that's not a vlog. Is like a like it goes up on like YouTube and it's like it's like a video. It's like it's like longer than sixty seconds, dude. Oh, yeah. It's not whatever. Yeah. Don't stop crushing my dreams. Listen, I didn't know they were so crushable. I didn't know they were, very I, crushable. I didn't know they were like an empty open can of Coke. You know, <laughs> they were. They were. <laughs> I look at a cross side and it crumples. <laughs> you know, listen, just go along. Go with the flow. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm flowing today. I'm flowing. I got it. Yeah, I bet you are. You were on the toilet before. Oh man, like three times today. I uh, that free pizza. <laughs> that's what the free pizza from the miami heat that's not free it was half price half price free same thing <laughs> it's, no literally not the same thing <laughs> literally the opposite of the same thing not even close not yeah. even close oh shit man i yeah you you've got this warped perspective of reality what dreams are what, what i mean what qualifies as a dream what qualifies as free and half price and you're you're nuts yeah so uh yeah, yesterday, I've been having a like a a little bit of a blowout here. I uh, I've been I've been getting way too much food lately. <sighs> you you just come to that realization today? Well, like... no, no. The last couple of days have been really bad. Hold on, let me. I'm gonna. What do you got in front of you today? I got I got two I got two shots of Woodford Reserve. Uh, Woodford Reserve. What is that? It's a bourbon, a whiskey, a bourbon, and. Uh, and then I have a big, big old glass of uh, vodka and uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. Well, I'm going to finish off my Bacardi Black, which, by the way, you had asked me a couple of what, what is black rum. It's actually it's from Santiago, Cuba. Ah. It's Cuban rum. Mm. Cuban rum. You know, so, I, I used to get uh, I used to get flown. I, I, my passport has like eight stamps in it to go to uh, Guyana. In right. South America, which is it borders Brazil and yada yada. Right. Uh it's an English speaking country uh that uh is like a third uh native Indians, a third uh freed black slaves, and a third India Indians. Okay. Like I guess when the British started colonizing all over the place, uh right. since they colonized India for like over a hundred years. Uh, this was a place where Indians uh, came to. I don't know why. So, like, you you drive around Guyana, South America, and there's lots of Indian architecture. Uh, and the yeah, ca the cows strange. the cows walk around in the streets. Nobody fucks with them. Nobody serve very very few people serve beef. Uh, like, uh, you know, good luck with that unless you're at the the nice five star hotel. Um, and well, it's because of like one with the cows. Uh, yeah, they're they're a sacred animal, and uh, right. and it's best known for Jonestown, which was Jim Jones' cult in the seventies, where right. this, the phrase "Don't drink the Kool Aid" comes from. 
where he had all, all of his members of his cult drink the poison Kool-Aid and they all died. So, right. you know, that's what the place is like, I mean, most known for is Jonestown. Uh, you know, white people come in and fuck up everything. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, my point is, I we, there was a very wealthy guy that we used to do. We used to sell home theater stuff to him. He would fly us in to install right. it. You know, we'd be there for days and days and days. And everything was taken care of. And when we left, instead of tipping us cash or, you know, anything like that, he would give us a bottle of rum. And it was from the distillery that was down there that we would drive past every day on the way to the job. And, like, let me tell you, if you've never driven past a distillery, holy shit does it stink. But uh, really, this rum, he would buy us bottles. And they, were, they weren't just the rum. It was the... It was their high-end one, uh, and he would either give us the 15-year age drum or the 20-year age drum. It was just arbitrary, you know. Uh, right. So I used to always get this rum. I forget. I'm going to have to remember what it was called because I can't remember the the distillery now, the, the bottling. But he would, So he would tip you that. that would yeah, that tip. was our tip. That's actually not a bad tip. It's not a bad tip, except it ain't cash. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like we're talking this guy was a millionaire. Like we're talking that everything this guy owned, like Hummers and fucking the we we sold him more than a million dollars worth of home theater and house right, right. uh audio and whatever home automation equipment over the course of whatever. The 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 tax that you would have to pay to import goods from another country, I think it was a hundred percent. So not only would he sp- not only did he spend a hundred, I mean, a, a million dollars with us, but it cost him another million dollars with the government. Wow! To bring that stuff in, what the hell did this guy do? Um, to go- we, I, I'm taking my drink. Here yeah, yeah. Let's talking. let's do one shot. I was just, it was just reminding me of that the rum. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Whew. So, uh, I don't. He had a like a paint company. Okay. And he manufactured like, I don't know. It wasn't even like a paint brand I'd ever heard of. It may have just only sold to within the borders of his country, but he must have sold every fucking drop of right. paint. Everybody bought that paint. The country used because the guy was loaded. He was the kind right. of guy that had the kind of money where when he wanted to get security for his family, he bought the security company. So then he had armed people at his house. I'm, I'm questioning if this guy actually sold paint. When he wanted, now. when he wanted armed, uh, when he wanted a couple of guard dogs, he got them from Yugoslavia, and they only responded to fucking uh, commands. You had to learn Yugoslavian <laughs> words for stop and attack and whatever. He was not happy with his internet service. So he bought the provider. He bought the company that provided for all of Georgetown. This guy was not selling fucking paint. Get out of here. And he would literally brown out neighborhoods so he could get better bandwidth. <laughs> this guy was not buying. He, he was selling something else, not paint. I mean, That's I don't know. Sure. I, I, I can't tell you. I don't know. Maybe those paint cans did have something else in them, you know? But uh, I couldn't yeah, tell he you. Wasn't so, he I, wasn't selling. He wasn't selling. I couldn't tell you. I, I am smart enough to not say his name on the air just in case. Right. He right, had right. he had some extracurricular hobbies that were uh, right, making right. money. Yeah, so you ready for the second smart one? Smart move. Smart move. You ready for the second one? Oh, I was waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's your, do your, it. Your, your paint drying story. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. 
One, two, three, go. Ooh, the second one was rough. Uh, ooh. All right. There it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how I got the Guyana. Oh, the rum. Yeah, no so idea. we. Yeah, I mean, the, my point is the guy was a millionaire. Right. And yet, like, uh, you know, he didn't send us back with big tips. It was just a bottle of rum. Now, in fairness, we did right. st- we did stay at the best hotel in the country, and uh, we s- just signed off on everything. So every meal, everything he got us. So you know, there was that. Oh, so it was like a, yeah, and that's he, not bad. Not and, a bad gig. Yeah, and he paid the flyers in, you know, all of that. So yeah, it was, right. it was like it was a working vacation. Not bad. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad gig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was, I was uh, you know, on my TikTok live, uh, and I, everybody was talking about wrestling. Like wrestling, I post. Are, are I we post, are we becoming not, a wrestling podcast? Is that no, hold on, I I got this. Uh, was this kind of? I'm, I'm gonna kind of say something with this. I post uh, 900 videos dancing like a fucking fool in my bathroom. 900 videos trying food from fucking Europe, the UK, and, and all those other countries. I post two wrestling videos, and it's now taking over the entire well, questioning. I, I have a theory for that. Would you like to hear the theory? What's that? The theory yeah. is that uh, they knew you were into this other stuff because you did it. Like, you, right. You know, so they're like, anyone that's into wrestling that now realize, oh, my God, he was a wrestler. You know, right. they're excited because this is a part of you they don't know, and they have access to you through this TikTok Live. That they're going to start hammering you with questions. So you you know you you sprung something on them, and and it's something that they're excited to to learn more about. They know you've tried well, so, like and and they know right, you've right. tried like this candy or that candy or whatever. They're, but they don't true, know who true. you've wrestled with or who you've met or you know what your favorite fucking move is and your favorite match and your this and your that. Right. And, blah, and blah, that's blah. what they're asking, right? Yeah. And it's funny though because uh, even like you know I was telling you before. We, we went on the podcast, you know, people ask, like, what's your favorite movie? Like, asking really good questions, though, like, you know, your favorite match or, like, like what version of Sting is your favorite? Like, and then they're answering back with their, like, their answer. You know, what's what do you think the best match you've ever seen is? Like, to me, I could talk about that all day. Like, it's cool shit to me. Like, that's super cool shit. Um, but then I started thinking, like, man, I should be posting more wrestling videos. The problem is I don't have any. Like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything from my early career because God knows what Bobby Rogers did with the FOW stuff. Uh, I could probably pull some IPW stuff well, up. No, it's like me and. But it's not God knows. You could pick up the phone and call him and ask him. He'd be happy to talk mm-hmm. to you. Problem is, he doesn't have it. He doesn't know where it is. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So, but do you remember that's who, the issue? Do you remember who filmed it back in the day? <sighs> Man, Israel maybe or something. I don't you even think know. So? I don't know. He was part of all that. I have but no you idea. Could ask, so, you could also ask Israel. He's around. He's happy to answer. Yeah. He's happy to hear from you. So, Ron Nimi, so like, if you I, wanted some old stuff, he's around. So I was going to say, I can pull, like, I know there's some stuff, like, with Roderick Strong. I Like, I'm pretty sure my Roderick Strong match is on YouTube. Like, I can pull it up. Like, that stuff I can get. That's no problem. But the FOW stuff, no idea where any of that is. Uh, I'll, I'll ask Bobby today. But then I started thinking about, you know, like I can get stuff from recently, like the Breakfast Club shit. Like I, I can get all that. 
They can get stuff from Carino's, which I, I do want to put up my match with Yuta because he's on fucking national television getting slapped with Regal now. Like, that match should be up there. My match with John Schuyler, he's on Impact every week. That should be up there. Like, people should see that. But uh, that's what I'm thinking about Supercon stuff. That would be the coolest shit, but no, no, we can't have that. We can't have the Supercon stuff because where the fuck is it? It all got deleted. Well, I think, yeah, I think Mike Broder, who owned, owned Supercon now, sold that, owns GalaxyCon. He, uh, right. he did a spite move back in the day and deleted all that. Right. When, when he got, when he fired me and Marco and, and stopped having wrestling at his shows for like two or three things before he brought it back. You mean fucking Marco ruined it for everyone. I mean, like everyone could be watching Mario. Yeah. Doing matches, but no, we don't have that. Yeah. Me and Marco are bad guys. Uh, listen, I think again, if you really want it, there's people to reach out to to ask. I mean, listen, I, you know. this Speedy, Speedy, you got a technical connection, maybe. Speedy doesn't have the video. Maybe he has a connection. Now, I'd I'd rather talk to. I think Eric uh, might have more of a connection for that. Or I, you know, I listen. Enough times gone by where if I said Mike a professional uh, email, right? You know, he might respond to it. I don't really want to talk to the uh, cocksucker, but, you know. Come on. Don't call him a cocksucker. We need this video. We need Listen, this footage. I, uh, like, the world needs to see me as Super Mario I, wrestling. I will tell you that. Cox, that was some of my best work. Cocksucker is, Mike would agree with me, cocksucker, for any people that are fans of the show Deadwood, is a term of endearment. We are both big fans of Deadwood, and we are both big fans of calling people cocksuckers. So. Uh, he would not be offended by me calling him a cocksucker. He would understand. The, uh, I think we need this footage. I think the world needs to see yeah, but me it, as Super Mario. So so why don't you email you got to admit it was some of my best. I don't have a relationship with that guy. <laughs> but you have to say Listen, that was some I, you of my have, best work. You have less of an antagon- antagonistic relationship with him than I do. <laughs> you weren't fired by That's him. True. You didn't go scorched earth and never talked to him. I mean, you know, he's, he, you know, come on. Let's be realistic no. here. Mm. I'm not. But he, I mean, I'm not interested in mending the bridges. But I'm sure enough time has passed where, if we wanted to, if we both chose to, we could have a civil conversation. I, we need this footage. Mm. The world now. Let's explain. Need it. Need need is need is, a, like... need is a really uh, suspect well, word. I but... I need it. You don't need it. My eyebrow went Let, up. Let's explain. When you said okay. need. I, I know we've talked about this before, but we've probably got some new listeners now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm whoring out the podcast left and right now. You know, I'm making you happy now. Maybe left. Uh, I wouldn't say left and right. Yeah. I, so out of, out of the four, out of the three videos that went up, uh, I think. It, I can't do every one. Like, come on. I mean, you can. I, I'll Honestly, show, I forgot. I'll show you. With, and then I was like, I'll show you really uh, successful people that plug it every single time. I, I forgot a couple times and I was like, shit. But then I remembered. And yeah. Right. Anyway. Right. So here's the thing. Oh, wait a minute. Explain to the people. We got to explain to the people. <laughs> the thing. What, Here we, I didn't know we were going to be doing a thing. Uh, uh, okay, go ahead. We got to explain to the people what we're talking about. So there was a time in in, in this world where... Almost a decade uh, ago now. Right, a long time. Ben, you you were partnered with a, uh, a guy named Mike Berger and Was Supercon. Never partnered. I worked, Ooh, I, I, mean, worked, I worked for the guy for, you know... 
Okay, you worked for him. Peanuts. Pe- were, happily right. worked for Peanuts because I enjoyed what I was doing. Go ahead. Right. So it was a big comic convention. Is that what you would call it? I, I'm not into that nerd stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, comic com- convention. Comic-Con. Comic-Con, right? So at the Comic-Con, they decided to have pro wrestling. Uh, but everybody was going to dress as a, as a character. You, you, you want comic book. But I'll give you the real. I'm explaining this really bad. Go ahead. You well, I, no, I, I was gonna, no, you're doing it fine, except you're missing the the early origin of it. Was that there okay, used go. there's this when Mike first was doing the shows, he wanted to uh, have this company come in called Kaiju Big Battle, uh, where they uh, kind of dress up in crazy outfits and they do crazy wrestling in a ring. It's like they're dressed up like Godzilla and they're dressed up like the French Toast right. Man and all these other character all these other things. Alanis costumes whatever. They were too expensive for him at the time cuz he like built this thing from you know $7 in his pocket and and a lot of uh hopes and dreams. Uh and a lot right. of promise, a lot of uh that character Wimpy on on Popeye. I'll pay you, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today kind of deal. So, uh, he couldn't afford to have this product come in to perform for him. Uh, so he said, well, let me just, uh, you know, get some local guys to do it, some local independent wrestlers to do it. So I think he went to Rusty School and made some connections, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, got a few, got a few guys that were... Now, back then, everyone looked at it like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right. This sounds ridiculous. Um, so the the few people that were game to do it, Marco was one of them, the, one of the first guys. Him, Adrian, I think Beast came in for the second one, and from then on was a loyal guy. Uh, I think Martin Dunn was involved early. I don't know if you know Martin Dunn. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Martin Dunn's kind of like a, uh, to me, a little bit, is kind of like a Seth Gregg. I feel like he kind of is lying all the time, you know, just right. lying, lying, lying. But uh, but I think he's changed since then. But anyway, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to just randomly throw dirt on someone. But uh, so so oh, uh, sure. so and this way it kind of the guys worked for nothing, like like basically nothing uh, if there was pay at all. And uh, and they but they got to have fun. They got to come dress up and you, you wrestled as like characters that would appeal to people going to comic-con superheroes and anime characters and video game characters and tv and movie characters uh so right so then a couple years go by and the guy that was running it uh benny who wrestled as joey saint uh was going to jail he was going to jail his uh and this is all fact so i'm not like you know talking shit about it but his family ran those uh those pill mills down here, those pharmacies that right. were, you know were I mean it was like it was a famous thing for a minute down in South Florida where like you you could you know you could write a prescription on a fucking a Kleenex uh, with a, a Crayola marker and uh, go to one of these pill mills and they would probably give you the pills. Uh, so they I think the family kind of threw him under the bus and he kind of took the heat for his family. Uh, I think right. he just worked for them, and I think his family really kind of fucked him over. But anyway, he was going to jail. He was preparing to go to jail. He had X amount of time before he went to jail, and he was trying to 
with Broder coordinate the handoff of running this wrestling thing, you know, his contacts and the people he was using, et cetera, et cetera. And he handed it off and uh, to you and me. Broder called you right. in. I think, I think Joe, I think, we, I think Benny recommended you. I don't know how it happened. I'm, I'm pretty sure met. Benny recommended you because I was working for Mike at the time, just helping him with the show. Or, right. or maybe I was, I think maybe I was working for his comic book shop at the time, one or the other. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, so it had been running a few years and you and I took it over. We kind of like, you kind of did more of the like personnel stuff. That first one where you, you, you didn't call the people you didn't want to work with. You brought some other people in, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, that was crazy. Cause that year I was also doing the podcast with Jenny and we were literally sitting in a room upstairs at the convention for like eight hours and they would just bring guest after guest in and we were live streaming like a fucking six or right, eight, I hour, that. eight hour podcast where we were just asking. I remember coming up and step, stopping by that room and it was like a, yeah, you guys were just pumping it out. We were just talking to everybody that was, right. that, that was a guest at the show and eh, talked to some cool right. people, you know, uh, some, some big TV stars and things like that. But uh, yeah. then I would have to stop at a certain point and run down and help you. Because we had the the, like, the wrestling at like six or eight o'clock at night, so right, I was right. burning candle at both ends. But then we were we had local guys for the most part. There were every every now and then, Mike would have a a wrestling guest like that was a name that would name also be game to maybe do something in the ring with us. So right, you know, and as time went on, we we did more of that, but. Uh, but so you and I ran that first one. Uh, well, not right, the first I one. I remember. But, uh, but you and I. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we met at. I met at that Starbucks on Los Olas Boulevard. You know that Starbucks that's always. He was Broder was there with uh, with uh, what's his name? No, no, no! Wasn't it the one on the beach? The beach, yeah, on A one A. No, it's it's yeah, A1A, A1A. it's it's yeah, like A1A. it's like closer to sunrise in Los Olas, but yeah, right. And it was uh, Wingy was there. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember meeting you there. You were yeah, you were there, Wingy and Broder, and we, we met up that. Yeah, it was the first time I met you, and we exchanged numbers. And uh, right, kind of the first time we met. I think we kind of just right. went over Benny's list, which was like chicken scratch with names and the phone numbers, you know. Right. And then I met you again. Right. I think it was like at a alehouse or a place like an alehouse yeah i don't remember what it was up up in your maybe up, it was alehouse up in your i don't think it, it was, was alehouse i don't know if, was it an alehouse or, or was it uh duffy's it might have been a duffy's it was like it was like a corner building kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah. yeah so i think he brought alexa to that one for some reason and i'm like who, yeah i don't remember like, who the heck was this chick but uh yeah, yeah. Little did we know, and uh, so, so yeah, so we ran that, we ran that one, and then uh, I think afterwards, I, I because I, you know, you you don't give a shit anyways. You'd rather just show up and do stuff. Um, right. After that, I kind of just handled like calling people and arranging for show. But at that time, like when we took over, they would they just had people that were like random characters. Right. And you would, they just put them together and had random matches. So you would have like, 
like Joker, the Joker versus someone, but it didn't make any sense. And then when, when I think Marco and I started booking it after that and, and we were like, well, why don't we have characters that make sense with each other and have them fight characters that make sense with each other. And then it became kind of popular after that. And we did storylines that ran over multiple conventions. And, uh, right. And it became a big thing where I think by the end of our run, we were doing a room that had like 2000 seats in it. Yeah, it was crazy. And, uh, I don't even know who, who chose Super Mario for me. Was it you? How did that even come about? You, but you did it from day one, didn't you? You never, never anything else. But it, I don't. I don't. I didn't pick it. It. I like don't. Some, I don't know. Somebody. Somebody along the way was like, "You're Super Mario," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, but you, and, you and I were running it, so it wasn't like, you know. And I was deferring to you. I didn't know shit. So. Well, I. I think I want to say maybe Benny before he like he was like because I remember him like giving me the overalls maybe like, and was like, "Oh, he gave you overalls." I didn't buy the first. No, I was handed those. <laughs> like somebody weird. handed it to me, and they were like, "You're Mario," and I'm like, "I'm Mario," and I was like, "That's the fucking coolest thing ever." Yeah. Because I totally own the character. Like I, I literally transformed into Mario. Yeah. Like because my thought process of the whole thing was, if I'm a character, I'm gonna be that character in the wrestling ring too. I'm gonna do things that the character would do in the video well, that, game, but in the wrestling. Well, ring. that was that was the other thing that eventually made once once. Once we took over from Benny, uh, whether it was you and right. me and then me and Marco a little later, uh, was that we were like, listen, you're perfect to play this character, but in the ring, you have to be that character. Nobody cares that you can do shooting star presses at super kicks right. and whatever else. You do what the character does. And that's what got over. The fans are sitting there. They don't know wrestling. They don't give a shit. But when they see a character do something that like Mario does in a video game, that's when you get the pop. When you pull right. out the plunger or the coins fly out of your hands or, you know, wh- whatever else, you know. Right. But but I felt like nobody else was doing things well, like it was, that. It was, a, like, it was a process. It was a process of, at like, first. of like the first, then it the first show or yeah. two. It was like, A, for me, it was figuring this whole thing out. And then B, it was like, now I got to work on telling people like like Adrian, who does the Joker. It's like he does the Joker. He does the laugh. He has the face paint. He does all the gimmicks until he steps into the ring. And then he forgets he's the Joker. And he just starts wrestling as Adrian and wants to get all right. shit in. And I had to pull him aside and be like, listen, I'm not going to use you again unless you start fucking, you know, whatever. And then he got it, you know. But uh, yeah. 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 And then. You know, we did all we did the the, the character. There, there was a point though where everybody evolved into their characters, and, and we were like clicking. Like the place would be packed on a Saturday night. There'd be, you know, a couple thousand people there just going ape shit for character wrestling. Uh, it was it was pretty insane. Like that was probably some of the most insane wrestling I've ever done. The most fun I've ever had wrestling for sure. The, t- uh, the no t- doubt that time period. I think it was a. Uh... An evolution. Not only did we change it from random people doing random things to being characters and doing their gimmick, like like whoever you are, you have to be that character in the ring. Um, but also, I think that we went from everyone that we asked to do it thinking it was retarded, 
to uh, everyone wanting to do it and me having to tell more people no than yes. And we would still have 40, yeah. 40 guys booked on the goddamn show. Um, right. So not to mention, not th- to mention people wanting to hang out. Like, you remember when uh, you had Ricardo Rodriguez and you had uh, uh, Xavier Woods just hanging around because it was cool? Well, I think know? we, I think that time period was also the time period in regular wrestling where a new group of guys got into, re- were coming up in wrestling that were more into right. all this stuff. Like Xavier Woods right. is a huge Comic Con guy, right, uh, right. so he was friends with Leva, and Leva was involved with us. And she's like, "Come along." Same thing. Ricardo was friends with Derek, and friends with Leva, and friends with all those guys, uh, John Cruz, and all them. So all the that that was the craziest. That was the might have been the craziest Supercon when 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 Ricardo came and when uh right. and when Xavier was there. They, at one point, I'm like out front because I used to run the music. And I wanted to be by the the announcers, and and I wanted to be out front in case just to see what's going on. Uh, uh, and Marco ran the back, and uh, Xavier Woods uh, sticks his face through the curtains, and he's like, he's like Ben, how how do I how do I get involved with this? I said, you got to get fired from the WWE. <laughs> he's, he goes, never mind, and he closes the curtain. <laughs> Right, and, and think how that was how many years ago. Think of where he what he's done in that time frame right. being there, you know. But also, but, but also, if you look, he's he's in that culture still. He has the gaming channel, uh, uh, right, up, up, right. down, down, and there's a show they brought back on G4. It, they used to run it years ago. That uh, the original show back in the day, uh, um, Olivia Munn used to host, who became a superstar, right. but. Uh, but uh, the new sh- they brought the show back. It's called Attack of the Show. It all it does right. is talk about geek culture, uh, tech, you know, geek, you know, computers and gaming and uh, movies and all this stuff. And Xavier Woods, when he's not wrestling, is one of the co-hosts on it. Every they run like four nights a week. Uh, he like right. like when he's done wrestling, he's just gonna go into that line of work, you know. So right. So that's what I meant by the 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 new generation coming up is all is totally into this shit. He goes to right. I saw him go to Dragon Con for years, uh, several years, which is like the big show in Atlanta, uh, like ours. And uh, he would go and cosplay every day, dressed up as characters, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that was probably the most fun, coolest part of wrestling that i've ever been a part because i because i like i love to do that shit like i love to the coins like i would take a take a hit like a bump and the coins i would like you know how mario loses the coins and uh you know the best i remember i could do a move and all i had to do is turn to the crowd and go it's a me mario and the whole place would go ape shit (laughs) over it they would all go ape shit yeah it's a me mario and the whole place would go ape shit that's where we Um, we invented the pizza table the pizza table spot where Jackie had a remember Jackie getting all the pizza boxes to make the table. We made a table, like, and we did the spot like the Dudley Boys get the table, but the table was pizza boxes. What what happened? I what put ha- somebody through it. Right. What happened was the venue was attached to a hotel, uh, and like they did all the all for the so it was all inclusive for the show, and so right. it was a four day convention. So. Uh, we would literally just feed all the the crew 
working for the show, all the convention people that ran the convention, all the volunteers, all the wrestlers, anyone that worked for the show, uh, Mike would just buy pizza after pizza after pizza from the the catering at the hotel venue. And so after four days, you were sick of pizza. But there were so many pizza boxes. We went through so much pizza that uh, there's all these pizza boxes around. And I don't know who got the idea to do it, but I remember Jackie went around collecting, what, like 50 pizza boxes, empty pizza boxes. He did. Insane. Like he was like, he was like a maniac about it that day. Yeah. And then, and then him and my brother, I think, maybe even Bobby Rogers, uh, took on the art project of taping them together to make them, into, them together, right. to make them into like a table, like a, like a, like the kind of tables that wrestlers go through, you know, that they slide out from under the ring and whatever. We we're going to do the same spot, but we were going to do it with a, table made of pizza boxes because Mario and Luigi are Italian. So why wouldn't it be pizza boxes, you know? And so you could have like, it was brilliant, like a quote, hardcore spot, but it's cardboard. Nobody's getting hurt. And, and, and the crowd goes ape shit for it. Just ape shit. Right. I'll tell you the, the biggest miss the, you weren't there for it. You were already like, uh, in South Carolina, I guess. But uh, we did, uh, for the 4th of July, it was the last show I did. We were at the Miami... The convention? The big convention center, which... The Miami right. Airport Convention Center? or No, the Miami Beach yeah. Convention Center. The big one, where wrestling used to be held. And uh, back in the day, like Florida wrestling. And uh, we were doing a long storyline with like... Al is Captain America and like seriously a couple because that was back when Al was in like really great shape and he's a pretty boy. So like literally the biggest pop one night was Al taking his shirt off. Like it didn't right. matter what Al's it, in great shape. Right. It didn't matter what anyone else did. Like no matter how cool of a move you did or whatever it was, there was one spot where Captain America took his shirt off and women were like almost fainting in the in the crowd and stuff for this. <laughs> so we were doing a long storyline with him and the culmination was going to be that 4th of July weekend. We were going to have the Red Skull. Uh, you don't know who he is, but he's Captain America's biggest villain. Uh, and Hitler involved. And we had this little guy uh, that we that was working for the show running the, the film festival, which was another part of the building. And we made sure he was available. I ordered a fully accurate Hitler costume. And it was like... Wow. And and it was small because he was a little guy, like Hitler. And like and like and I'm like, I need... Listen, I need you to grow, grow all your facial hair out the day of the show. Backstage, we're going to just quickly zip you into a Hitler mustache, which you could zip off right away afterwards. But like for that time, he came to the ring as Hitler... Uh, and like for comic book fans, which is what this is about, the big pop was that Captain America punches out Hitler, which for people that are fans of comic books and fans of comic cons and stuff, they might know that the original Captain America comics, the first time Captain America was ever in a comic book, Captain America comics number one, and the cover of it is Captain America put, punching out Hitler. So we were trying to recreate that thing. That went really well, except for the fact that when they came to the ring, we were trying to make light of it. So we were playing uh, Springtime for Hitler, 
which is a Mel Brooks song from the producers. Uh, right. It's a goofy song and it's, 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 you know, it's over the top ridiculous, except that like people like somewhere in the audience, there was like a group of like four or five people that were giving the, the, the salute, the Sieg Heil salute. Oh my God. And I turned them. I don't remember who was sitting next to me. I turned to someone and I was like, that is the best and worst thing that could have happened for the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it's working, but but at the same time, we now have people probably shouldn't do this throwing right. up the fucking arms to Hitler. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was that was post you. I never I never used another Mario once you were gone. By the way, just well, I know I was you know, loyal. I know I know Dash tried to you know do his Mario thing right at one point, but that was after you. Yeah, that was after I was but gone. You know what? The, like, I'm going to tell you, just being honest, the best was when Dash was Wario and I was Mario. And we did that match we did together. We, it was literally Mario versus Wario. Like it was like, I think we made it a tag or something. Luigi was involved. And, well, we had. And then at one time we had Wario, Waluigi, Waluigi. Luigi right. and Mario. We had all four. And right. we had a Princess Peach. Yeah. I mean, it was like we had a full rock. We had a full, like, uh, you know, stable of Mario characters. Right. And we did that, that we did that match yeah, with, 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 with Dash as Wario and, uh, for, who was his name? Waluigi was for Fernando? Yeah, Fernando. The, the referee. And we did, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun stuff. But I saw Dash was Mario. I think we need to do a Mario versus Mario now. Like, when you, it's like Razor, the, the fake Razor versus the real Razor. We, you know, we got to do Mario versus Mario now. I'll give I'll give Dash credit for something really clever. When he was, I think when you were still here and 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 I was still here, he was doing um, Bane for a little while from the Batman movies, and uh, right. and he might have also done it as Wreck It Ralph. But I don't remember if I used him. Oh, as, I don't remember that. I don't remember if I used him as Wreck It Ralph or not. I think he was just Bane with me. And uh, or 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 again, uh, Wario. But when he did, when he was doing Bane, he got Broder to give him a table in the convention. And when we weren't wrestling, the, he would hold times where he would be at the table. And I think for like three or five dollars, you could arm wrestle Bane. And he like made, brilliant. and he made like a whole extra side hustle that, you know, just that's absolutely brilliant. Just arm wrestling people, but you had to pay. You had to pay to arm wrestle them. That's absolutely. And, brilliant. and then like you know, I'm sure he was selling like gimmicks too, like whether it was photos right. or, or art brilliant. or whatever. So yeah, right, right. Yeah, those are those are fun times. Fun, fun. That was probably the most fun I've had in wrestling. Well, uh, you know what else? You know what else 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 made it really fun? Not only like what? the matches and the shows we put on, but it was the fact that for four days and like maybe three nights, if people weren't going home, which most people didn't, most people stayed in the hotels and stuff. Right. We were hanging out for like you know we fifteen hours a day, so there was just right. like that whole right. party atmosphere and. Going and drinking and hanging out and yep. and then we also wrestled and we you know yeah. fucked with people walked and, walked around the convention yeah, and yeah, yeah got to meet got to meet Power Rangers yeah and, well that's the other uh, thing because we we were working for the show there was like you know you could go back into the green room where the where the where the celebrity guests were and meet them and 
That's where we recruited people. Like Wayne went and recruited because he was a huge Power right. Rangers guy. He went and recruited like two, like the, the lady that plays Rita Repulsa, right. I think. Yep, and, Rita Repulsa. And the guy and that the guy. voices Zed or some, whatever the character's name is. Yeah. And and they were like 90 years old. And they were, weren't they involved with like you guys versus the Power Rangers? Yeah, they, they like managed the, the heel team. Yeah. And the Power Rangers like managed the baby team, which yeah. was us. And then, uh, yeah, they, they were like our managers for the, and they, they cut a promo in the ring. You remember that? I, 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 the, uh, I vaguely remember Rita that. Rita Repulsa did, yeah. She was doing like the voice the and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And he did his line. With the laugh, then, yeah. Yeah. He was a little right. frail, then, if I remember, but. He was very yeah. old and frail. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like, I, I'm not a comic book guy, but Power Rangers, like everybody watched Power Rangers. So like, to me, that was like one of the coolest moments. We were. Managed by the Power Rangers against Rita Repulsa, and uh, and he was. Were you dead, managed right? by them, or were you, weren't you wrestling the Power Rangers? I think you were wrestling against the Power. Rangers. Oh, we were we were wrestling the Power Rangers, yeah, or something. I don't remember what it was, but they were out there, and it was cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the same. That was the first time that uh, I think Hurricane wrestled for us too. I think he yeah. was he was on those cards. He was one of those like, "What am I wrestling?" And I'm like, "You're the main event." And he's like, when do we start? And I'm like, nine o'clock. He's like, no, 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 move me up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm yeah. not wrestling at eleven o'clock at night or twelve o'clock at night. I was like, no problem. Yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, those are fun times, fun, fun, fun times for sure. But uh, yeah, I wish we can get that footage. If we can get that footage, that'd be cool. Just some of it, you know. I want the, oh, shit. I want the footage to do the rise and fall of Supercon. Or or, oh, or Supercon wrestling. <laughs> yeah. True. But, yeah, that was good times. Good times. That's all I got. I got nothing else today. That's it, huh? That's it. <sighs> all right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, you just threw that out there like that. Like, just you just sank the boat for me. Like, I, I don't know, even know if I had anything else to talk about. It all went out the window I don't know. when I'm you spent. uh I'm spent. I'm done. You, I don't even want to talk anymore. Spent. I remember you and uh blown up. I remember you and Sue uh hugging back in the in the uh locker room area after that match. I think I have a photo of it somewhere. And now she's got a baby and it's not yours magically. Fine. Not yours. For once. So uh Yeah. <laughs> I remember ta- I remember talking to her when we were putting this one of the shows together and we decided we could do a bunch of Power Rangers and I'm like, you right. know, we could order the costumes. They were super cheap. They were like 50 bucks a piece or something. Uh, you know, cuz they're just spandex outfits. You're not like I'm not buying like helmets or anything like that. Uh, right. And uh I was talking with Sue and I'm like I was like, try to be diplomatic. I didn't want to be the stereotype guy, even though that's the way it was on the show. But I'm like asking her, well, what Power Ranger would you want to be? And she's like, I, I have to be the yellow one. I'm Asian. And I'm like, yeah. uh, I'm like, hey, you said it, not me. It's all good from here. <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. But do you remember the pink Power Ranger? Oh, I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Let's tell she that. Shower for, she, she didn't shower for four days, but yeah. I, I Did she, the, oh, the full four days she didn't shower. You're sure? 
I remember she didn't get out. No, hold up. She didn't even get out of the costume for like two days. <laughs> That's like, this is true too. She showed up. I think she was pretty new to like a lot of this, and she, she wasn't was, like yeah. big on asking questions. Hey, uh, very quiet. So like, uh, like I didn't realize like that she didn't get a hotel room until like the second day right. or something. So like I think right. like was it the first day she broke her nose wrestling? Yeah. She broke her nose mm-hmm. like the first day, and I'm talking to her the second day, and her nose is all swollen, and but she's happy, and she's she wore the costume, like from the time I gave it to her on Friday or Thursday, right. until like all through Friday, she's wearing the costume. I'm like I'm like thinking she's wearing it like all day and whatever, but like she, never took it off. We went to the gas station together. She was still wearing smiling it, smiling and having fun. Right. I'm talking to her, and I'm she's like, yeah, I I think I broke I broke my nose. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm like, did you did you want to see a doctor or do you need to go to the emergency room or do you want to see like we had someone on staff, like a like a paramedic type person. Uh, and she's like, no, I'm fine. It's fine. You know, it was, it was a little tough when I was sleeping in my car last night. I go, well, we, wait, what? You slept in your car last night? I got rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll bunk you with someone or 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 just, yeah. you know, it was like it was like she wasn't that like. It was weird. Like she didn't ask about like like rooms. No, right. She didn't ask anything. And I'm just I yeah. just assumed she bought like you know it was kind of like the girls would stay together. Right. So I'm like I'm like, I gave a couple girls rooms. I'm like yeah just 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 fill your rooms up with people. You know and if anyone uh right. came and asked I was like oh I gave so and so and so and so a key so stay with stay with one of them. Uh, but she never asked. So I thought like she had figured it out. Uh, and maybe that's a little on me, but I don't know. Like, do I have to babysit adults, you know? So, yeah, yeah, like the second day she's like, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, you know, uh, I haven't stayed anywhere. I was in my car and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, so, and then I think the, I think the third night she like passed out. We were all just chilling out in my room. She's like passed out on the bed. I think like, I think like Derek was trying to get beast laid and he was just like, he was just like trying to get Beast to make a move on her or something, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there oh, laughing oh. at the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I think that night she did shower in our room. She took a shower, but I think if I remember correctly, she went straight from the shower back into the Power Rangers costume. <laughs> she she never took it off. I, I I don't think. I think all four days she wore the Power Ranger yeah. outfit. She did clean her body so. at least once or twice in that time period. But she went and put the costume back on that she wrestled in four times and uh, walked right. around all day and all night in. I can't imagine what the bottoms of those feet look like because I don't think she exactly yeah. wore shoes over it most of the time. No, no, we. I'm not even kidding you. We walked to the gas station together. She was in the costume. I was in regular clothes because I didn't dress as Mario all day. Right. And I'm pretty sure she didn't have shoes on because the gas station was next door. It was like yeah. around the corner. Yeah, and she didn't wear shoes to the gas station. I'm almost certain she didn't have shoes on. Yeah, no, because I'm like, uh, it's forming in my head like that. Her, I think, right? I think at the end of the, no, no, you know what it was? I know exactly what it was at the at. I think anyone that didn't give that we had bought a costume for that hadn't made their own or whatever. Anyone, I just was kind of like, uh, you know, I just touched base with them. I'm like, hey, can you? If you can, just send me the costume back at some point so I can get it washed and ready for the next time, right. and et cetera, et cetera. She sent the costume in like a priority mail envelope. And I remember like 
throwing it in the washing machine and the the bottoms of the feet were like jet black. They were like jet yeah, black yeah, yeah, from yeah. like, you know, wa- walking yeah. everywhere, you know, with these like spandex footy, you know, kind of deals. Yep. <laughs> I really yeah, liked no, her. I, mean, I, I think she was, she was fun. She understood the assignment. She did a good job. She could work men. She had that kind of style. Right. No, her shit fine. looked good. She would work the gimmick. Yeah. She would play the character, but it was that. Fr- and and right. then after that, when she would, I did we use her again? I think we did use her again. I don't know. I think we, no, maybe we didn't. I think what happened was Jude ended up inheriting that costume. He, uh, yeah, I don't remember. We were doing some bizarre thing where he was, he was stalking Alexa as, uh, uh. uh as as the creepy character, the Clockwork Orange guy, and at one point. Uh, she's wrestling this pink ranger and you're like, and it's built like Jude, you know, kind of chubby dude. And, uh, uh, and he knocks her out and he's, and he reveals himself. And then like, he does, he does like the most rape. We did the most rapey things with him. I think he threw her over his shoulder. And instead of like running through the crowd into like, whatever, he ran out one of those emergency exit doors with her. And we're like, oh. well, I was gone by that. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, yeah. and that was like, that that was like a to be continued kind of plot point where she came back like in his stable, but like what you know, like right. he just ran off with his chick over his shoulder. <laughs> right. Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah. I got nothing else. I'm done. Yeah, you, you keep saying no. that. You just want to go. I I, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you could have taken us in with 40, you. Forty nine nineteen. I gotta go. Oh my god. All right. Well. Uh, I guess I'm done with you too. I'm gonna go get some wing stop because the uh, they're doing free delivery like this week. Enjoy. I'm going to get sushi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. I'm I'm going in the bathroom. I'm done with you. I'm hanging up now. Wait. Goodbye.